0: Hi, I'm Steve, your host of It's All About Her, and it it's a show sponsored and inspired by Her Spirit Vodka, the vodka that gives half back to her. I interview women entrepreneurs in different phases of life and business to see what makes them tick and what we might have in common with these successful women. Get ready to be inspired by these great stories. Hello, everyone. In this episode of It's All About Her, you need. Brittany and Debbie Travis, a Minnesota mother-daughter duo who has an interesting online craft and gift company called B&D Custom Crafts. They share with us on how they work and learn from each other, Brittany being from the advertising, the sky is the limit world, and Debbie from the manufacturing world of deadlines and reality. I had a great time talking with them, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello. Uh, Hello, Debbie. Hello. And Brittany. Hello, hello. How are you? Well, thank you so much for all the help with my business, my wife's business. Um, <laughs> we had a great conversation and uh, picked their minds on how to sell more vodka. So it was, I think you guys are great if you guys wanted to start a marketing business or, a, uh-huh. or just a, maybe a marketing slash counseling business.
1: You can do that on the side with, yeah. the, with the very few extra hours that <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we in the week.
0: Right.
2: The
0: <laughs> well, let's, let's get right into your business. So B&D Custom Crafts. So number one, I wanna I wanna know what it's really about, but the name, B and D, Britney gets front billing.
2: Uh, yeah, what she is does. that?
0: Wow. Yeah, why? she's the
2: creative one and she's putting all the effort into producing the product, so we're gonna give her that first letter.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, doesn't sound like she gave it. I, I think she's giving me an eye like, hey, I earned it.
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> I did actually, I actually did earn
1: this one. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so
0: tell me what you guys do.
1: Yeah, so we are a custom crafting and custom gifting company. Um, and it all started way back. Um, growing up, I used to love creating customized gifts um, and planning um, unique parties um, for friends and family. Um, and ever since I can remember, I was making you know custom gifts, custom cards, anything and everything that I could customize and personalize. I was always doing that. Um yes. Ended up going to college, um, ending up in the advertising field, loved my job, loved being there. But um, as of about two years ago, I decided that I really missed um, making my own, um, right. own crafts, my own gifts and um, doing what I used to love doing. And so I ultimately decided to leave um, my, my full-time career um, to start our business. And my mom um, championed that idea from the beginning.
0: Hold on a second. Let me ask you more <laughs> about that. Is... So you championed that idea right at the beginning. Is that... Is that because I know um, with Kirsten, um, <laughs> starting her spirit and her, her father's, like, I had, I had a heart attack the other day because oh, no. You're, you're... No, it didn't really have a heart attack. Oh. thought he had a heart attack or he acted like he had a heart attack because he... Someone had said that Kirsten had quit her day job. Mm-hmm. And that's very scary for a parent because mm-hmm. they typically don't want um, their kids to move back home. Yeah. Um, so... Um, so how was that for you? Did you were you a little scared, or were you just hey, well, she's you know, got it?
2: I, I came from a, a family-owned business, and okay. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. And I was uh, in my family business for twenty plus years, and I just sold my shares in two thousand sixteen. So, you know, we had the capital, and okay, um, I wasn't worried about. Funding. Funding. The business. Okay. Yep. So, and I thought we'll just give it a a year and see how we do with her working um, full time. And it's been great. We've been taking off and getting some great publicity. And, and we put so much work into it, too, yeah. that I think we ultimately decided, if we're going to do this and
1: really commit to it, I need to leave my full-time job. Yes. And she also wanted to dedicate all of her time to it. So really jumping in and giving it the best effort that we could um, and not kind of half jumping yeah. into it. Absolutely. It's teamwork.
0: Right. Well, did you, um, do, you miss the, um, do you miss the advertising business?
1: There are days that I do. I think I more so miss the people um, that I was working with every day. Yeah. Um. There's such a wide range of people that you come across in the advertising oh, industry. Oh, for sure.
0: But <laughs> I, one thing I one thing I um, I think I'm more like um, more like you with the creative is I, I kind of miss different ideas. And mm-hmm. you had a great you had different people coming in with these different businesses and different puzzles mm-hmm. and my frustration with my own business sometimes is you're looking at the same puzzle and it's frustrating and you're you're you know it's not fresh where you where in your previous life you I would assume you got to see some fresh stuff all the time and as a marketing or creative person is that tough for you to be just in one one mode of business
1: You know, when we first started, it was just my mom and I, and -hmm. it was a lot of kind of the echo chamber of bouncing ideas off just each other. And I think we learned the value and we see the value now in really engaging our community. And bouncing ideas off other fellow entrepreneurs, so sure. it's almost like replicating what I did have in advertising. With being around those creative people all the time and finding a new way to find that new audience, and so we're constantly meeting with other entrepreneurs, constantly trying to get in, in front of as many different people as we can to bounce ideas off and kind of also learn um, what's worked for them, what hasn't worked for them that right. we can that we can replicate. So, yeah, so absolutely, we've almost, almost replaced what I used to have on a daily basis with a new community. With
0: a new community. So. Um, What's your? So you said you make creative gifts. What does that mean? If I if I want to order something from you, what, what am I going to get?
1: Yeah. So the sky is really the limit on our customized gifts. Um, we we've, we've made customized gift sets for everyone from wedding planners um, to people looking for you know corporate client gifts. Um, it really boils down to the power of personalization um, and really putting a personal touch on on a gift or an experience for somebody. So. In today's world, where we're living, where everything from what we wear to what we eat to you know where we go, there's everything is mass-produced, and it's really right. really challenging for people to look at the infinite amounts of inspiration that we have through social and through bloggers nowadays, and knowing how to bring that to life and knowing how to take back that personalization element of it, and so that's what we like to do is boil it down to okay. What what do you what kind of experience are you looking to capture? What are you looking to give to whatever it is you're looking to give that gift to? And we customize whatever we build depending on what that intended outcome is. So when when you ask what kind of gift sets we do, it's kind of hard to boil it down to one thing because we really love working with people right. from all different industries, from all different backgrounds to really curate that experience for them.
0: So what's your dream customer? I mean, I, I mean, I suppose for for uh, financially, your dream customer is different than what your dream customer is creatively. Mm -hmm. So um, for financially, I mean, are you looking to land like a 3M and say, Hey, we're doing all your gift bags this Christmas and it's going to be amazing. And can you handle a customer like that?
1: I think we absolutely could. You know, we've been in business for about seven months now, but we've learned so much in those short seven months. Um, just again and talking to other entrepreneurs in our community and learning what does and what doesn't work um, and when it comes to our dream client I mean um, like I said we we love working with individuals from all different industries yeah. so we can absolutely work with someone um, who's on a larger scale like a corporate client because a lot of times we all know those corporate gifts can be pretty boring and pretty stale and right. pretty yeah, impersonal yeah. Yeah. so yeah. we would love to bring in and infuse our creativity into something like that and give a gift that could really surprise you know and right. and, and
2: you know delight a client so you're not so, doing
0: keychains and pens. So. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and we have
2: local suppliers, too, so we can get our materials fast. Right. Within okay. Within a few days. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you, ha- I mean, it's only seven months, so I gosh, I don't think I'm going to get a good answer here, but have you had like a really weird customer yet that's had like an odd Ask?
1: Yeah, we haven't had any no. weird requests yet, no. but that would be really, really fun to get kind of an odd. Oh,
0: just one that you don't even know if you can legally do or something.
1: Uh, right? Yes. Yeah. No, we haven't had anything too crazy yet, but we do like thinking outside of the box and you know, really, really priding ourselves on not having like cookie cutter options that fit every single situation. Right. So every client that comes to us, they look for something. and They're like, "I need X for a client next week. Like, what can you do?" We pride ourselves on going out and really doing the homework to bring them back some fun, personalized, unique options that right. no one else may be giving them. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Well, I'm, I, hey, I'm going to say one thing, though. You have to stop making so much eye contact with your mom because you go off microphone. You get too quiet. <laughs> no, I want to no. hear what you're saying, okay? <laughs> I don't want to call you out in this podcast, but gosh Sorry. darn it, quit making eye contact. <laughs> it's dangerous here. Yeah. So um, do you have any siblings?
1: I do. I have one younger brother, Yep. three years younger than me. Okay. He's uh, about a foot taller than me now, but I still
2: call him <laughs> my little brother. Still
0: little. <laughs> do you have any si- So I ask, I like to hear about yeah. siblings. Do you yeah. have siblings? I
2: do. I have six wow. siblings. Because to- I have two sisters and four brothers.
0: She had to count them up. Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> so, um, well, let's ask um, Brittany this. Um, but what, what was it like growing up then? And, uh, and were you, was it an entrepreneurial family? Family. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Mine
2: was. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And, and yours is hers, too, or your generation as a... As a
2: my generation. So all of as, my brothers as a child? and sisters are okay. entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and my dad and his family. Oh, they really? They were all entrepreneurs. That's a bug. Yeah. So since yeah. I was
1: a kid, I mean, I've always spent a lot of time in our own family businesses, whether it was going to my mom's manufacturing company. I have so Stop many memories... As a kid, <laughs> um, just running around the shop and seeing her at work, right? And then my aunt is also an interior designer, so I remember always going to you know her showrooms and, and looking around that. So always growing up, you know, being around family-owned businesses.
0: Did um, did you tell her go to college, get a job?
1: Yeah, you know,
2: I didn't it, even have did to tell did... her because that was her dream. You know, sure, he, yeah, she wanted to go to college. So
0: did you? But at being from that family and that history yeah did you at all think gosh come on you 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 want to be the boss you want to own your own stuff were you thinking that about your daughter or were you thinking yeah hey
2: you know I it's a manufacturing company so she was more on the creative side so I didn't know if she would want to maybe join the family business sure um and um so she just took her own path Nice. and went to college and got into the advertising world and now here we are right her yeah. own business Wow well, and, and she
0: got some she, you probably got some nice skills out there. I absolutely Working did. for other people and um, mm-hmm. come back and apply them to your new business.
1: Yeah, so even valuable. though I knew I didn't want to go into manufacturing per se, I always did look up to my mom um, because I knew that she was running a successful company. Right. And I always knew that even if I didn't want to go into that industry, I, I had someone to always look up to that was going to give me great advice um, and just kind of emulate what it did take to be a successful business owner. And now that we're talking about it, I remember... In middle school, uh-huh. our teachers had asked us, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? What what would your career be? And you know, I think I remember the first thing I said was I want to be an entrepreneur like my mom.
2: Oh, that's great! I don't no. think I've ever told you that. No, I don't think you have. No, <laughs> but that, I love that's
1: that's a vivid memory that I have of growing up. Is always wanted to emulate these powerful, strong women that I had in my life between my mom and my aunt. Um, my grandma also had a pretty notable role in the manufacturing business as well. So sure, I've grown up with all these really strong, smart, powerful women. And, uh, I always knew I wanted to emulate that in some shape or form.
0: Well, when we were talking about, um, you know, as usual, when, before we start the podcast, I tell them how, um, smart I'm not. <laughs> and we we're talking about our business, but, um, you know, I was talking about the struggles of being an entrepreneur and, and, um, and you, I have to assume you went through those also, we did. Um, even though you were, were successful and sold and, yeah. um, and, uh, sometimes just selling is successful, let me tell you. Um, yeah. but, um. But did you see that side of it? And did you show that um, to your children? I mean, did it come across where, where you would talk about, you know, uh, a business as far as when she was younger? Yeah.
2: You know, actually, we've had such success in our family company. Oh, we, you're so we wonderful. We did. I'm so Great. sorry Great. Good
0: for you. That,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we grew by 20% almost every year. Oh, nice. Yeah, but we took it slow. We didn't really um, go out and get the big loans. So sure. we would always pay off our debt first and then take the next leap. Yeah. So we grew just uh, uh, just every five years we would add on to the the, the business the physical nice. business mm-hmm. so we could take on yeah. more work. But it was huh. still nice to see. I think you you're running a
1: a business responsibly and showing right. me right. how you know what it does mean to grow sustainably and to build those relationships with your clients because lot of their clients, they've had since my grandpa first started the company, what, like 40-some yeah. years ago, yes. I would say. And they've been able to maintain those relationships. So even right. if it wasn't necessarily the, the negative sides of business, it was still showing me how how a successful and, and, a, and a sustained business is run, which we've carried a lot of those lessons on through yes. today for our own business now. Yeah.
0: Well, do you? Um, did you play sports in high school? I did. You did. So you never miss a game? No. Because you're running your own no. business. And that, that's always... It, it's always one of the, um, one of the Any entrepreneur that's out there, he says, I don't, mind, I, "I don't mind working, but I want to be able to work when I want to work, mm-hmm. and if I want to go to my kid's stuff, I'm going to be there." Yes.
2: We and didn't so it's miss kind of game. a
0: loaded question, because if you would have missed him, I, yeah. I, I don't know what I, where I would have gone from there, but
2: <laughs> yeah, she was able to travel to other states too, and it was so fun. Nice. Not missing a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, um, what's the next step? your business. I mean, obviously, well, you mentioned the um, Mall of America. What was that?
1: Yeah. So we are excited to announce that we're going to be joining RAS at the Mall of America,
0: what is RAS?
1: So RAS is a it's a shop out of the Mall of America um, that is a, a grouping of lots of local makers um, out of Minnesota um, that all run their own businesses. And what RAS has done is come in and bring all those small businesses together um, and create a shared workspace and, and a shared story, essentially, um, so that more people can discover um, who they are, rather than them all being on their own. Um, right. And spread out. So, yeah. So you get...
0: So you get a nice draw from all yes, the other businesses exactly. in there. How many businesses do they typically have in there at a the time? For
1: this next round, it sounds like there's going to be about 35 um, oh, wow. local brands in there. Big so space? It's, it's a pretty big space. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, uh, the J J.Crew um, that closed is going to be renovated and redone okay. for this new space they're going to be putting in. So it's going to be moving from the Nordstrom's area over to this renovated J Crew space.
0: So how, how long do you get to be in for?
1: So we have the choice to choose how long you want to stay, um, but we have chosen to uh, to dive in with both feet. and We're going to yes. be there for six months. Okay. So from November all the way. Oh, through and you're getting you're yeah. getting Christmas time. We are. yes. Okay. That was the big draw is being yes. there for the holiday season. So we couldn't be more excited. That's awesome. So
0: what um, when people ask about, I mean, is there a lot of competitors that do what you do and are branded like you are, or as customized or? I know. I know. There's other companies that give will take care of um, the needs of corporations that need that. Mm-hmm. But so, what's different about you, and what are you guys doing that? And, and are people doing what you're doing?
1: Yeah. So right now, there's really a surge in and um, people wanting, like I was talking about earlier, to take back that customization experience. Um, and what we've kind of done is take it a step further. Um, Where we do, you know, we do the crafting kits, we also do the gift sets, um, but we try to work with local makers as often as we can, um, if not domestic, um, U.S.-owned businesses. So that's one differentiator. Um, Another differentiator is that we um, look to, we try to make it as easy as possible for our clients to choose each and every piece that goes in their gift set, or we also offer the opportunity to um, completely customize a piece for them. So we work with a local um, woodcutter, so we had a client... Last week, let's say, um, who wanted to create a custom cutout for a friend of hers, um, and we were able to create that custom cutout for her within a matter of days, paint it, decorate it, and give it as a ready-to-make, ready-to-give gift. Um, so I guess uh, overall, our big differentiator is that we can customize every single piece um, along the path from having an idea all the way to giving it to whoever the intended recipient is.
0: Nice. What what kind of are you going to do anything special for how you? Um put together your packages or something for Christmas yeah it will be kind of family oriented like hey if you want to give everyone in your family is that kind of what you do or
1: Yeah, we, uh, we have to think through. Um, we just signed the contract about a week and a half ago, so we're still kind of planning sure. out what exactly holiday is going to look like. Um, but we did launch last year right around holiday time as well, so we've had um, almost a half a season under our belts to kind of know what does and doesn't work. Sure. Um, and so at that time, we usually roll out a different set of crafting kits, um, which are essentially ready to, ready to give gifts. Um,
0: oh, I've... S- seen them on your website.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So those we'll are cool. usually I rotate that. out and switch out which crafting kits we're doing with more of a holiday bent. Um, we are also looking at experimenting with making some holiday specific wood cutouts um, that are already painted and ready to give as a gift. Sure. In addition yeah. to having the crafting kit. So those are fun pieces um, for like holiday decorating um, and just for, you know, sprucing up the space a little bit. So we'll definitely. Well,
0: ornaments too. If you're doing any that's ornaments, a good idea. because if you can do a custom ornament, um, that's a big. A a lot of people buy ornaments each year, yep. every year to, for their mother or their daughter. And, uh,
2: and the wonderful so, yeah. thing about RAS is they are offering uh, in the other space right next to all of the, um, the stores is a um, craft room. And they're going oh. to offer classes, so we can offer classes that's as well. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that was a really big draw for us, is being able to
1: um, host those live classes. And that's something that we love doing even now, is getting to teach um, and interact live um, with our clients. Right.
0: So I told you when we were talking earlier what you know about my super fans, my ideal customer, which is uh, a woman in business that picks vodka by name. I didn't tell you that, but I'm telling you now. What is your ideal customer? What, do you have a, a, the target? What's, what's that look like? Yeah, I think we... Of course have. you do, because you're a market actor.
1: <laughs> what we've done over the past seven months is really just experiment with being in different size markets, being um, in different, different events, and kind of experimenting to see what works for us, what doesn't, who is tending to buy products from us. So we've seen, we're probably in a sweet spot of like the 25 to 45-year-old age range, definitely skewing more female. Um, but those are the, the daughters, the moms, the grandmothers, anyone who's looking to create a yeah. customized experience right. sure. um, or give a gift right. back you know, to their family or their friends. Yep. But they don't necessarily know how to take what that inspiration is that they've seen on Pinterest, on Instagram, right. and make it reality. Right. Um, so that's kind of been our sweet spot of, from what we've seen um, is that, that kind of demographic.
0: So you, um, you seem to be creating kind of a unique memory. Out of your gifts is that kind of is that kind of your goal is to to create that memory and and create that that person that comes back and says, "Hey, I know anything pops in my head, I can get it done with these with these women."
1: That is absolutely the core of of whatever our our intent is. So, if you think back to any gift you've received, it it ultimately the most memorable ones are are things that have been personalized or made just for you. Right. You know, you get lots of fun gifts throughout the year, whether it's for the I holidays, for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> do you? You get a lot of gifts. That's I still cool. get a lot of fun gifts. Yeah, I have a lot of creative friends. But um, but the the most memorable gifts that you get are typically ones that have been made just for you. And that's what we're kind of looking to do here is make it easy to take that back and make it easy to make personalized gifts for people that you care about most. Um, because those are the things that, you know... Create the best memories and are the most valuable right. over time. Right. So that's absolutely the intent.
0: Well, so I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to ask um, you this question, Brittany. Look at it. Remember names like I do it for a living. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, because you've already answered this question, but yeah. but I do want to ask ask um, mother. Yes. Debbie. Um, so growing up and being in business. Yes. Did you have a woman? that inspired you that was inspired you know that you looked up to as a role model being a woman entrepreneur
2: yeah i would have to say my mom she uh, oh, raised. that's a
0: real common answer here it, it
2: really <laughs> is it really is yeah she raised you know seven of us my dad would work on the road monday through friday so she'd have to take care of us on yeah. her own and then they started the business and she would not only take care of seven kids but also the books, run the business uh, yeah hundred uh, yeah. percent of the time. Right. And So I really looked up to her. Just She had such strength.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And and I, I think I told you guys on my business card, it says her husband. And the reason it does is I was making a joke one time when we were talking about mm-hmm. um, her spirit vodka. And we were doing a presentation. And it was a woman that had been in the liquor industry for a long time. And I said, well, and I jokingly, I was joking around. I said, well, I'm not going to get any credit. And her, she <laughs> did that look. And she goes, you don't need credit you've been getting credit forever <laughs> and I thought about that and what she said and that's why I put her husband because because um, John's plumbing Joe's roofing so true Fred's whatever was always Joe, Fred and John it wasn't about the yes. wife that did all the she, they did the payables the collectibles the advertising um, they did everything that yes I mean
2: and that was honestly what I the wife
0: could have just hired the guy yeah they didn't need to be married. It could have been her business because she did all the work, and she yeah. was the one saying, "No, nope, we can't do that. That's too risky." Yeah, or, that was me. "Let's take a chance."
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, are you are you two um, different in the aspect of we of uh, risk taking?
2: Yes, I'm more. Well, I, th- I think we take the same amount of risk, but I'll be the behind the scenes kind of
1: gal. Mm-hmm. We kind of take. Uh, we kind of. We try to stay in our own lanes. <laughs> yes. We like to say. So, what is so. the
0: what is the roles?
1: <laughs> yeah, Explain so I lanes. do more of the the client facing. Um, Interaction, so marketing, advertising, social is all me, Brittany, um, yep. and then my mom coming from the finance and entrepreneurship background. Yeah. She's kind of the backbone yeah. um, and kind of the guiding force behind the scenes in terms yep. of doing all the all the hard business um, yeah. things that I don't necessarily doing have. to right. yeah. the pricing, right? Yeah. pricing, cost, sourcing, costing, yeah. sourcing. So,
0: everywhere. are you? Um, have you? Um, it's hard because of, there's two people here. Um, yeah. Have you, Debbie, come across any times where? She said something. You're like, "Oh, that's some, that could work in my side of it, in in on the manufacturing side. That that's a good idea. I wouldn't have thought of that because I'm not the creative. I'm the
2: yeah. That's, that's how you know, we started. You know, because my role, you know, for the past 20 years was just behind the scenes, and I had a team of great people just doing the sales and the and the creative side. Right. So, Brittany definitely brought that to our business.
0: So how does this business affect the um, personal relationship?
1: Surprisingly, we are still great friends (laughs) through all of this. And that's actually usually the first question that we get is, oh, your mother and daughter, okay, that's interesting. But then do you guys actually get along? Do you actually like each other with the amount of time that you spend together? And our answer is always yes. Before starting this business, we were very good friends and always hung out together and did a lot together. We were always a very close family. But starting this business has actually brought us, I think, even closer together because we have such a greater appreciation now for who we are beyond just being, fam- just being beyond just being family, right? And being related and almost, you know, not having to like each other, but you
0: know. So we're all right, better. let me run, run <laughs> let me run through the two of you then. So when you look at your mom and you saw, you know, her in business, mm-hmm. growing up as a child, I mean, you didn't know entrepreneur is a pretty blanketed statement. Mm-hmm. So, do you have new respect for her role in the previous business?
1: I absolutely do. I mean, I'm every day. I'm so grateful that we started this business. But I think going into it, there is a level of naivety on my part, just not fully understanding just how much work it was going to be every single day, day in and day out, and making this an actual, you know, su- um, successful, profitable business. And that's where she really stepped in is I'm the dreamer. I'm the one right. that has hey, the big ideas. Hey, that's my role too. <laughs> I love yeah, it. we need that. I yeah. have the big ideas and I always am finding creative ways to bring these ideas to life, but she comes in and she's mm-hmm. my awesome you know, right-hand woman on this and she actually knows how to make it happen because she has that manufacturing right. background. Yeah. So, so you're the implementer. The yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. We play off each other really, really, really well because I have the ideas and then she's the one that actually helps us bring it to life and make it profitable. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Are, are her ideas good or no? Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I can't talking to her. <laughs> Every it's single one here. is wonderful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is—I mean, that's one of the um, scary things about um, people that get successful once, and they're creative, and they happen. I mean, I—I I don't know if these guys made it later in life, but guys that created the um, pucks for uh, when the inline skates came, these guys made millions of dollars, and I—I I just wonder if they ever made anything again. Mm. But because creative guys come up with something and they they put it all on the line no problem because they we don't care if we lose i i'm i'm yeah my wife has to deal with that and and well i have to deal with her dealing with that. <laughs> but um so creative is i believe it i live it it's gonna work but so i always get scared with people that have been successful once because you don't ever want because you were so lucky and i'm not talking about you but i'm talking about people that um mm-hmm. are on the creative side and they hit it they hit the jackpot one time and they mm-hmm. think they do it again and they don't have a sounding board. Someone that's a good, a, a good um, nuts and bolts box block, blocking and tackling yeah, you person. Need that. because you need to. Because getting to market, yeah, yes. I can. I can figure out how to market it to market, yeah. but actually getting the product is another another problem. So yeah, and I'll yeah. be
2: honest with her. You know, if, mm-hmm. if, there's, if we come up with all kinds of ideas, but if something isn't going to work, I'll let her know. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you come up with an idea where where you thought this is the coolest thing, and and you said, uh, you know what? I went price wise, and we'll never be able to deliver it.
1: I think our crafting kits have been the biggest work in progress because the. We came up with the idea to launch BND about two years ago and it took that long for us to figure out sourcing, um, get the website finished, and just figure out you know, how to bring this business to life and scale it. Um, because when I was doing a lot of this just one-to-one for my personal friends and family, um, I could go anywhere. I could buy anything wherever I needed to, and I didn't have to worry about scaling it and making it replicable for other people to recreate what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Um, so when this business came along, it took the longest, I think, for us to take my ideas and then turn it into something that can be replicated by multiple people. So there are a couple of iterations sure. that we've gone through mm-hmm. where it was, okay, maybe if we don't think about it this way, we should try it that way instead because it's more cost-effective or we can get higher-quality products if We do it this way, and that's always been at like, the forefront of our minds. Is we want to make things affordable and high quality, but they also need to be profitable, um, right? And, and that's right? Yeah. yeah, and easy for people yeah. to Good replicate. Point. So I think the crafting. Did kits, you always
0: yeah. have that um, that speech right there about profitability, or um, did you learn that from your
1: mother? She's driven at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's always been watching watching her growing up, yes. and with her background in finance. Um, Profitability has always, you know, been in my mind. But working and having our own business, I think it's been driven home even more because I see how much time and effort we put into everything it is that we do. Right. And at the end of the day, if you're not getting paid for that, and you're not seeing um, it being picked up, you know, by our clients and, and something that people actually want to do, then what's the point? So right. I'd rather, you know, have her be honest with me and, and fail fast. <laughs> And move on to the next thing. Then, well, hang that's on what to I something. like about. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, that's what I like about this podcast. I always learn things, and it reinforces, you know, the fundamentals of being an entrepreneur. So, let's talk a little bit. I mean, gosh, we're almost done already. It's so fast. Um, well, let me ask you guys some personal questions. Sure. Um, and I've got a couple that I, a couple of my go tos that I think actually are, are relevant for this group. And it would be strange. So, best memories growing up, and and I will give you. Uh, You can go growing up or you can go being mother to uh, Brittany, whichever way you want to do. But we'll start with Brittany.
1: Want me to go first? Yeah. All right. I think some of my favorite memories growing up, um, we kind of alluded to earlier that um, I was an athlete growing up. I played four or five different sports. Um, We're all a very, very tall family. (laughs) My brother has uh, played that many sports as well. Um, But I remember growing up, my best memories were always just being on the court playing basketball we got to travel around the country quite a bit and that was you know as a result of my mom being an entrepreneur um, and being able to go to our games and being able to travel on these trips with us so we were fortunate to be able to travel quite a bit um, and play in lots of fun different places around the country so I think those are some of my my favorite memories do you still play basketball? Um, not as much as I'd like to not as much as I'd like to I had to give it up ultimately because I had so many injuries over the years I had you know broken so many bones dislocated so many things
2: torn muscles all that well, stuff. Well, that's super fun. As a, uh, <laughs> so much fun. And for a mother. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think my favorite uh, memory is maybe just growing up with my brothers and sisters. We were always a sports family. We are now, okay. and we were back yep. then. And okay. we always had, with seven kids, we had our own team. You know, sure. we could, we yeah. We could split the, te- split the si- brothers and sisters up, and we had our own team. So we, would, we just had so much fun playing softball or basketball or, you know, touch football. Right.
0: And, what was your favorite sport?
2: Mine was probably basketball. Basketball? Yeah. So I played volleyball, basketball, and track growing okay. up. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, how about you, Brittany?
2: It was probably basketball. Basketball? I was a pretty good swimmer, too, but
1: ultimately, basketball won out. In the Travis family, you don't really yes. not play basketball because uh-huh. they're all over six feet tall. Okay. <laughs> so you definitely get nudged in the Are basketball you over direction. six feet tall, too? No, I'm
0: 5'8. 5'8. Okay.
2: Five eight. Five eight.
0: She's okay the short I was going to say, wow, I didn't uh,
2: <laughs> Short one in the family. I said, Did I not notice you were six feet?
0: Um, <laughs> all right. So. Um, Whoever wants to answer first on this one? Do you ever uh, think about mortality?
1: Ooh, that's a dark question, Steve. Ooh. It's not dark. I mean, it's yeah, really positive. Um.
2: Mortality. Well, maybe me. I'm a little older than her, so I probably think about it maybe occasionally
1: more. I I don't necessarily think about mortality in the sense that I guess I just appreciate or I try to appreciate every day, and I think about in the longevity and in, in the longevity of my career. Am I doing something that matters not only to me, but am I kind of am I leaving my community in a better place than it was before I got here? So I think what I'm trying to do more more so is now that I'm in this new chapter of my life, is living with a lot of intention and sure. pursuing what I'm really passionate about, but yep. then also turning that outwards and saying, what else can I do in our community um, to leave it better than? But what are you most what are you most
0: passionate about?
1: Oh, gosh, I'm more passionate about making things. So that's exactly why we started this business is is just taking an idea from start to finish and figuring out and tinkering with it and figuring out how do I take this from being an idea in my head to something that's physical and tangible in front of me. Right. And then also tying that into um, making something personalized. And so giving those customized gifts um, and just seeing the smile on someone's face and the appreciation of receiving something that you know or they know took you a long time to create. Um, and to create it with intention um, yeah. is really rewarding for me
0: what's yeah. your uh, before we get to your mortality um, answer but on creativity it, it seems like you take a lot of pride in being a creator yes. which is different than being a creative person uh, which I find um, unusual because crea- creative people don't really care about creating anything just you know we mm-hmm. don't care that we actually gets created yeah. we create we care that we came up with the idea mm-hmm. so did you did you have that? In your career in advertising, was that was that a struggle for you that you weren't always? I mean, you were being creative, but you weren't always creating the product.
1: Yeah, that was a big, big drive for me to start our own company and to so kind of you know start in this next chapter. Is I missed making my own materials. I missed having a hand um, and being the one that not only comes with the comes up with the ideas, but goes out and figures out how to make it happen. Um, and I love, love, love people that I worked with and the experience that I have. And a lot of what I did learn in that career, you know, contributed to what we're doing today. But at the end of the day, I missed, you know, being able to look at something and say, I made that or I figured out right. how to do that. Yeah. And so that's been a big driver in, in doing what we do
2: today, for sure.
0: All right, mom. Back to mortality. Okay.
2: You know, I just love working. <laughs> and that's just my drive, you know, with starting this new business. Yeah. I've, you know, worked all my life and it's just that hunger for success that keeps me going. So, you,
0: so you so this was a competitive family you guys grew up in. Right? Very. You yeah. Up, were your parents <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> competitive also or or just because they of were. seven years They were,
2: you know, just with the business I would
0: yeah. I would say it okay
1: yeah Yeah. to be successful but I think it's like it's competitive in a good way it's not competitive in the sense that we just want to win it's the sense that we want to make whatever it is we do the best possible version of itself that it can be sure and so we're constantly always pushing each other and always inspiring each other and um, my mom and dad were always so wonderful about encouraging us um, in whatever it is we wanted to do so we're competitive in the sense that True. we we want whatever it is that we touch to be the best possible thing it can be and especially when that translates into us making things for other people now and for our clients we, d- we always want to produce the best possible outcome that we can get um, for our clients yeah. so I'd like to think it's competitive in a good way right
0: so um Last question, if your business is 100% successful, what does that look like? What is that to you?
1: Success for, yeah, I think success looks like um, us being profitable obviously yeah. be in the as black. she looks at mom and also just having the freedom to continue to chase down new ideas, um, work with new clients um, getting to expand I think to different markets beyond Minneapolis, right. right now we're really focusing on getting to know the makers and the producers um, in our community but expanding outwards um, and taking this, you know, beyond beyond just our, our backyard. Well, it's your goal
0: to be a, a national brand?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It is. From day one, Always I think. Been. That was well, our intent. Don't be, don't be scared to say it. <laughs> say yeah. it, okay? Again, yeah, as, uh, as the yeah, dreamer here. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you know what?
0: You believe it first, and yes. then say <laughs> it, and yes. then do it. and then do it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So,
0: for sure. Well,
1: hey, it
0: was really nice meeting you guys, and I think you have a great business. And you definitely got um, great attitudes and are way smarter than me. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. appreciate it.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks to Brittany and Debbie for the great conversation. Check them out at bdcustomcrafts.com. Be sure to click on all their social media links. A big thanks to the Red Rabbit in Minneapolis for the great food and drinks. Huge thanks to you for listening. If you want to help this podcast out, please give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to tell your friends if you like the show. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself.
2: Talk to you next time.